Welcome to the I and Team Podcast with Brian Smith and Mary Smith. You are more important to your team than you might believe. Everybody has something to contribute, and most importantly, that's influence. Learn more on today's program. Now, here is Brian Smith and Mary Smith. Hi, team. Welcome back to the I Am Team podcast. I'm your host, Mary Smith. My dad, Brian Smith, is in Phoenix, Arizona at Groundbreak. Say hi. Hi, everybody. Good to see you. Um, so we're filming a podcast on Zoom. So he's filming on his phone, and I'm at home on my laptop. We're gonna go tour Groundbreak and see everything that's happening over there at Procore, and we're gonna ask a few questions and talk about the event. So show us around, Dad. Take us on a little mini tour. Yeah, so I will introduce what uh, Groundbreak is. Groundbreak is a user and partner conference or a piece of software that is used uh, originally for construction industry, but uh, they're now expanding um, into the owners, the owners being the people who are building uh, projects and the subcontractors and kind of everybody in between. So... This is the fifth groundbreak that uh, has happened, and it started with 130, it's like 130 participants, and this year there's 4,000 in just five years. So there's a lot of education uh, that goes on. Uh, what I really like about it is that they focus on culture and the whole idea about this software and this company is transitioning or changing the culture of how we manage construction projects, not just from a technology perspective, but from a uh, uh, human perspective. So a lot of thought goes into the effect on humans and what this software is doing to support humans and to support communications between humans from different aspects of the um, construction industry. So from the owners to the, con the general contractors to the subcontractors to the suppliers and all the way down to the end when you deliver it and you maintain it. So they have 170 partners. Um, some of them are very large. Um, I'll turn this around. You can see in front of us, that's Sage. So it's one of the largest accounting companies uh, in the world. IA, our company, has been a partner with Sage since the 1990s. So we've done something like 400 implementations of their programs. And Procore sits and works concurrently and in concert with pieces of software like that. You could run the gamut here, paperless environments, uh, equipment control, human control, human relations, um, different aspects of project management, bidding, the bidding process, uh, the communication process, the security process. So everything's integrated, and that's the whole concept behind Procore. So I think my understanding of Procore is, is that the culture used to be, um, well, before technology, you have to have, like, 
by email or by verbal communication, some kind of contact from contractor to client during projects. And Procore kind of bridges this gap by giving clients the opportunity to see updates on their construction projects firsthand. They just have to log into the Procore system, and then the people that they're working with, the contractors, they can update timelines, projects, they can like put notes and comments. So it really streamlines the process, process and keeps it up to date. So what my understanding is of Procore is that they're making a culture that is more transparent between contractor and client and streamlining the process so you don't have to go to A, B, C, and D to finish your project. You just have to go to A, which is Procore. Is that pretty That's a good way of putting it, Mary. I mean, um, it connects everybody in the project, and that's influenced by the project together so that they collaborate in real time with each other. It cuts down on errors. It cuts down on communication delays. It increases the efficiency of what uh, is being done at any particular moment in the construction process. It also gives you real-time information. Some of the really cool tools that they have here are managing drawings and the ability to upload the blueprints into the Procore system. And you can walk a building, bring up the uh, blueprints, choose where you're at, where you're standing in that building at that moment, and look at the blueprints in 2D, 1D, 2D, sometimes even 3D uh, on your screen and make very fast decisions. You can actually put into context where you're at and what the blueprints are saying um, all at the same time, which is powerful when you're trying to solve construction and engineering problems uh, on a project. Yeah, definitely. It seems like something like that would solve a lot of um, like forgetfulness issues, especially if you have to walk through something and you don't know what the blueprints are, you don't have them on hand. If you see something when you're doing a walkthrough, you're like, oh, I need to mention that, but you forget. So it seems like Procore is really streamlining the process and making it really easy for everyone. How do you think that Procore is influencing other industries to make their technology more transparent for their clients and customers too? I think they're kind of leading the way. I mean, ERP systems have been around now since the 90s. As you may know, and a lot of our uh, followers and listeners know, that's where we came from. Um, but this is ERP to a new level. This is uh, taking access to one-dimensional pieces of information and allowing it to be shared in real time using cloud computing and using collaborative systems. In other words, you agree with each other to share this information, you agree with each other to work in this environment and to use this environment for the betterment of not only but of the project itself and also of the end uh, users, the owners, and eventually the people who might be in these buildings. These buildings will be safer, they'll be more efficient, um, they'll be put together better. and. So the ultimate goal is to have buildings or infrastructure that are constructed um, that serve all of us in a better way. 
And I think what Procore is doing is they've stepped beyond what used to be point-to-point collaboration and turned it into, I mean, for all intents and purposes, 4D or, or real-time multi-point, unlimited multi-point uh, communication ability for any kind of project in the construction industry. Mm-hmm. So since you're a groundbreak, can you see if there are any like faults or issues or something they may need to work on in the future based on where they're at right now? Oh, sure. So actually, I'm going to take a walk. I hope that we don't uh, uh, lose connectivity, but I'm going to turn this around. Can you tell me, Mary, if you can see this, the banner that says Innovation Lab? I can see it, yes. Okay, so... Uh, I think one of the most amazing things about Groundbreak and one of the most amazing things about Procore itself is the collaboration that goes on between they as a software company and the users that are out uh, you know, using Procore every day. So they identify those problems early on and they collect those problems from their users and they come here at Groundbreak every year. And as I get closer, I'll show you exactly how many people are interfacing with the Innovation Lab people. And these are the real engineers that are writing uh, this software. And as you can see, every single Innovation Lab office is full, full of people, of all those are users and they're interfacing with the programmers and they are solving problems and some of the problems are pretty simple um, not being able to log time for a single employee right now is an issue they have and they're working on it and they learned about that flaw from the users and you can go on and on and on with just the little idiosyncrasies of construction and the complexities. It's such a complex business, but they're trying to tackle all of that in a proactive way. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome because I've done some research on Procore and it seems like they've really stuck with their roots. So the founder of Procore, when he started Procore, he actually ended up like quitting his job and traveling around the United States, going to construction sites to talk to the people on these construction sites what they need they want to see the future of the construction industry. And that's how we kind of built Procore. I mean, these construction sites like years traveled around and built Procore based on these conversations with people who were really in the field. So it sounds like they're really sticking to their roots and keeping that which I think is really great. Especially that's kind of where customer service is going, you can figure out what the customer wants to see with your product and that's going to keep them like moving forward in the right direction. Also ahead of the curve for everyone else. So it seems like they're kind of the leader. <laughs> well, they're very much ahead of the curve. And what helps keep them ahead of the curve is their open architecture and their ability to partner with so many different software development companies. And they actually lend their expertise and their power as a larger company now to these smaller companies. Um, one of the people that I talked to is Bill Dar, and 
they have software that transitions uh, from the construction phase of a building to the facilities maintenance phase of a building. And um, we're going to be interviewing them on the IN Team podcast to talk about the influence Procore had on them, why they broke away. These used to be employees of Procore. Why they broke away and started their own company uh, for a piece of software uh, that was beneficial and would run uh, in concert with Procore. And Procore supports them. Uh, they're a partner here. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll turn my phone around again. You can see them. See that build R over there in the corner? Um, I'm walking towards it. It's very small, but yes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's it's amazing how much support. And uh, truly, the, the CEO of Brokecore is very much behind watching people that came through Procore and helping them to be successful themselves. He's not greedy in that he stifles innovation and wants to own everything. He doesn't actually look to having to be the whole owner of all of this technology. He's building this company through partnership and truly through the I and team uh, mentality that we like to uh, talk about. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. That's awesome. Um, what else have you been doing at Procore? Have you seen any talks? Um, have you given any talks? Yeah, so um, some of the things that will include little snippets here and there are going to be some uh, outtakes, you know, uh, from some of the keynotes that I've had the ability to attend. I have clients here. So, you know, IA is a big uh, consulting company, the construction companies. So we have somewhere in the vicinity of 50 or 60 uh, general contractors, subcontractors, or people that support uh, the construction industry. So some of those clients are here, like Elevated Construction um, and Norman Hayes, who was a guest on our show. Uh, in the first few weeks of it. So Elevated is here. I was hoping to run into him to maybe say hello and reintroduce him to everybody. Um, Omni Commercial Group is here. They're another client of ours. And I do have some C-suite, some chief operating officer responsibilities. I'm here looking at some of the uh, partners that work with Procore. So I'm attending their sessions and I'm listening to what advantages that they may provide to Omni through Procore or in addition to Procore. And then I am also uh, just networking and meeting people, trying to understand how Procore is influencing different companies across the nation. And also these all these software companies that you might see behind me as I walk around. How is Procore affecting them and influencing them to be better, uh, to be better servers of their clients and to change the cultures within their own organizations to be a little bit more human-centric and not so much technology-centric because every company here is a technology company. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So what else, Mary? I don't know. I know so much about Procore already and you've explained it so well. Um, 
the ripple effect that Procore has on other industries um, based with their technology, where do you think you're going to see the most ripple effects? Like, are we going to see it in the medical field? Are we going to see it in consulting or the business field? Like, where do you think that these technologies can be used in other fields? Well, one of the things I think is this whole um, uh, Procore for Owners program and Procore for Subcontractors program. So what that does is that extends you outside of um, the operational aspect of construction. What I mean by that is, is Procore manages construction, right? It, it manages the information about construction. So timelines in uh labor and materials and everything that goes into managing all of that and the schedules that go into building buildings. Um, but what they've done now is created this Procore for Owners through their innovation lab. And that is an entirely different track of the program that allows owners to engage and manage their construction budgets better. So these big development companies or facilities management companies who are building uh, projects or infrastructure now have a way of interfacing more directly. And all of that information can be pushed through to their accounting systems and some of their other internal systems. So what I think Procore is going to do is open up the barriers of communication uh, between different areas and organizations and even their partners and areas outside of their organizations and actually turn the idea of business and the idea of collaboration um, into one global and connected uh, piece of technology that breaks down the barriers, removes the silos or the islands that we all work on, gets them, uh, puts them away and starts building first just little bridges because we have bridges now, but more even turning them into almost landlocks and giving you that much access back and forth between these different programs and these different business processes and all of these humans that go and work together to make these projects successful. And I think that is what they're going to break the barriers down on. And you're going to see people in different industries, engineering, manufacturing, um, uh, professional services, um, insurance, um, maybe even, you know, health. Though in health, we've got a little bit of this in health but it's still not as seamless as what they've done here in this one industry. There's still still some disconnects. Part of that's because of some of the regulatory issues that go with HIPAA, but still, I think we're going to continue to see that move forward. And I think Procore is going to be a model for that and for other companies and will innovate others to do the same thing that they've done in their industries and areas of influence. That's awesome. I was unaware that Procore had... Um, uh, technology for their clients to use with their customers as well as for their clients to use on their own. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, for instance, Omni Commercial Group or Elevated are both Procore customers. Mm -hmm. And by being a Procore customer, we can deliver to um, our customers the ability to interface with us through Procore apps without having to spend any money on those apps. So the subcontractors for the GCs 
get access to those tools while working on projects that we control, which is at no cost to the subcontractor, right? Influencing them to engage in best practices, best business process practices, best uh, technology practices. And over the rep repetitive use of, of Procore for these, you know, kind of these mandatory users, if you will, that are created by companies like ours using the software, we're creating new habits in the marketplace and new habits in the construction industry. And they're good habits. They're habits that drive for efficient uh, construction, efficient communication, better communication, safer workplaces, uh, less costly construction. So again, that's another influence they have by allowing that type of collaboration without added cost to the subcontractors or to, to your partners. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Seems like they really have like everyone in mind. Yeah, I think that way also. So um, yeah, I let my mind wander, right? Because we're consultants and because we've worked in ERP systems almost our entire career. I see so many off ramps and I see so many loops and I see so many digressions that we can go down with the software and that can benefit you know, every individual from the individual person to the individual department, division, whole companies, right? That can be dramatically and positively affected by software that takes this approach towards solving human problems um, and still engaging the humans to, to make it successful. Mm -hmm. It's all about the people, the process, and the technology. <laughs> That's right, it is, Mary, and they are the epitome of that. And I love, they have this thing that's called the uh, uh, Culture Academy. So they're developing now this, this uh, academy that helps to overcome the cultural changes that go with implementing software like this, because it's new. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting that they're leading the charge on the effects that uh, software and what they've created uh, is going to have on the culture of the environments of their, of their customers. That's really cool. That's so forward-thinking. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it's so right up our alley, which is why I'm here. You know, this is my third groundbreak, so... Um, and I plan on coming, you know, just for as long as I can uh, keep traveling, keep coming to them. So, and I'm really looking forward to the keynote this afternoon, who is Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. So, and I will be sure to, yeah, I'll be sure to film some of those uh, for everybody. And we can provide some outtakes for that and share some of his insight. That man is an amazing speaker and one of the most intelligent people I've ever heard talk about the trades and what the trades, the trades being, you know, plumbers, architects, carpenters, uh, ditch diggers, if you will, and, and how important those jobs are to society as a whole. So important. I don't, I don't think people realize all of the jobs that go on around them in order for them to live like our garbage person or the person who checks like our water meter or the people who build where we live. 
Yeah, we don't think about the influence they have, right? So where would you be without a garbage man? Mm-hmm. So, you know, or, you know, or uh, you, could, you, could, you could choose, you could name that to any job out there that you just don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is, right? If you don't want to do it, then you should focus on the influence that those people have on you by doing those things for us. Mm-hmm. And stop taking them for granted. You know, put them where they belong. They have an amazing place of importance in our lives. Mm-hmm. Definitely, super important. Whenever yeah, you think. You think trash is superficial until you got to take care of the trash yourself, and then it stops being superficial. Right? Whenever I drive to work, I drive on a highway for like 45 minutes, and I'm always passing semis, and sometimes the semis are like FedEx or Amazon, and I just really love seeing like all the semis because like I know that you're transporting something that at some point I have used (laughs) or bought or like been delivered to my door so it's just like really cool to get to connect in that way and really like think about how other people's jobs affect our lives yeah yeah so well good mary well look i think that i'm gonna let you we're gonna wrap this one up i know that we're gonna have some more for the show um just so everybody knows we kind of edit these things on the fly so bear with us because we try to bring you the best content and um, we're not professional media people. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, but I think we're getting pretty good at it. Zach and Mary do an amazing job and I'm so proud and honored to work with them. And so and technology's helping us do this today. I think Mary, you're at home, aren't you? I'm at home. This is my home studio. Yeah, so you're at home and I'm in Phoenix and we're still able to put a show together for everybody that I hope brings them some information about the influence, not just Procore has, but the software industry, the technology industry, the construction industry, our industry has on society as a whole and all of the positive that comes out of 4,000 people that get together and for one common cause uh, has on an entire market that truly does affect society. There isn't anything that we do that isn't affected by construction, from the roads we drive on to the houses we live in to the offices we work in to the hospitals we have to go to. Every single bit of that is is affected or influenced by construction. Mm -hmm. So true. Well, thanks for listening in, guys. Follow us on Twitter. We're at I am Team Series. That's where I'm most active on our social media pages. So if you have any questions or comments or want us to talk about something on our show, you can shoot us a message over there. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn at the I am Team Series. Make sure to follow our YouTube page and we'll the video for our podcast. Our podcast audio is listed on Voice America, the business channel, and that goes out to Stitcher, Apple. Apple iTunes and then Spotify. Uh, so, yeah, you can follow us anywhere. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope, uh, Mary, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. And I look forward to shipping you some more outtakes and some more influence from Groundbreak 2019.
yeah, thank you for sharing. Hope you guys all have a great weekend. All right. Bye, Mary. Bye, Bye everybody. Thank you for listening to the I in Team podcast. We hope we've positively influenced you and you've picked something up from the show that you can use in building and influencing other individuals or your team. Please join us soon for another program on the Voice America Business Channel.